A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome back to the Statman Dave Football Podcast. This is episode 68. On today's episode, we're going to talk the news, then we're going to discuss the Premier League action, Leicester City versus Tottenham, and of course, Man United versus Southampton. But anyway, let's get this party started. It's news time. So first up, Anderlecht, oh, Belgium champions. Um, they'll be entered into the Champions League group stage as a top season for um, Anderlecht, who seem to be going the real down the real right route of uh, you know developing young players through their academy. Then Doncourt and obviously Yori Tilsman, um, you know, really key to their victory this season in the league. In transfer news, Chelsea. There's two little little bits of news. First up, contract news. Eden Hazard um, has been told that he'll be getting a three hundred thousand pound a week uh, new deal at the end of the season, making him the main man for Chelsea for years to come an interesting move considering he's been heavily heavily linked with uh, Real Madrid and they've been uh, the players have been coming out and supporting Eden Hazard from uh, Real Madrid which usually means that transfer will happen but you know Chelsea making some interesting moves there they've got to keep Hazard if they want to keep um, you know putting a title challenge next season it's as simple as that he's been their best player by a country mile in other transfer news they've been um, linked with a £42 million move for Bakayoko which could be an interesting one for Chelsea to evolve the side maybe go to that three 3-5-2 I've been talking about Fabregas as a DM Kante and Bakayoko as the two shuttlers that would be such a scary midfield you know that would really give space for Fabregas because you know those two players could pressurise the opposition opening up that little that pocket for Fabregas to dictate in FA news, they're apparently going to be punishing diving from 2017-18 season, which for me is a little bit of a silly one. Um, I think the referee on the day should be making that call and going back and looking at incidents like that. I'm not a massive fan of. I understand the need for you know going back and looking at things like violent conduct or um, you know over aggressive tackles or really bad tackles or things that the referee doesn't catch, but retrospective diving. Pfft. Don't know. It's just part. Of, I think it's become a little bit part of the game, and uh, it's, it seems like a weird one. You know, sometimes when players are too honest, you think of Coutinho a few weeks ago who got massively hacked in the box when Liverpool needed a goal. I think they ended up drawing that game. If he'd gone down, um, you know, it would have been a penalty. But because he stayed on his feet, it wasn't given. And it's just one of these things where I'm not a massive fan of this, uh, you know, new ruling. I think there's other things that need to be done first. For example, you know, video technology to maybe check goals out before you're looking at something like this. But whatever the FA can do, what the FA want to do, they are the king. They're in charge, the big boys. Anyway, 
Let's move on to some quotes. So there's been some interesting quotes flying around the world of football. We've got Lam, we've got Delete, we've got Antoine Griezmann, we've got Isco. First up, Philip Lam in his final press conference at Bayern Munich as a player. He just said something really nice. I just hope the fans remember me as a good footballer. Of course we will, Philip Lam. We'll remember you for that goal in the World Cup in 2002. The absolute rocket from the edge of the area. But what a player Philip Lam was. Bayern Munich are going to be, you know, I think they could be a sort of Danny Alves-esque hole for Bayern Munich for a player that's been so good for them um, for a number of years now. And he's not there. Danny Alves obviously moving to Juve but not retiring. Um, Barcelona massively uh, sort of feeling the, the the loss of Danny Alves, and I think the same thing will be for Philip Lam. Uh, Joshua Kimmich obviously there potentially could step in. Nicholas Schuler maybe as a as a fullback, or maybe Joran Boateng as a fullback. Be quite an interesting one to see what Ancelotti does next season. Anyway, moving on to other good young fullbacks. Delete, 17 years old, Ajax player, leads the leads the crowd into chants and stuff. What an absolute hero. Loves Amsterdam. Um, when asked about the Paul Pogba being worth more than the entire Ajax starting eleven, he came back with this absolute banger. I've never seen a bag of money score a goal, as Cruyff used to say. Seems like he's got his head screwed on and you know will be an Ajax player for years to come. Obviously he made his his um, national debut as well for the Netherlands, so he's got a massive future ahead of him. Anton Griezmann dropping some bombs about Juve and performed supporting them for the Champions League. Let Juve win the Champions League so we can get give Buffon the Ballon d'Or, which would be lovely. In final, a little bit of quote news. Isco um, came out with support for Zinedine Zidane. Um, where we are is thanks to Zidane's work and rotation, which is an interesting one. Obviously, Isco was a bit part player come January and you know forced himself into the side with some really good form for the B team and obviously starred in that Champions League semi-final. So credit to Zinedine Zidane for his rotation and of course Isco and a final bit of news if Nani Alves wins the sextuple this season he'll become the most decorated player ever surpassing the mighty Ryan Giggs anyway that's that for the news let's move on to the Premier League action first up of course let's talk Tottenham playing away at Leicester City what an absolute corking game that was Tottenham scoring six goals to Leicester City's one. What a fantastic result. Some interesting aspects of Tottenham's play. Uh, Sissoko was at le- right wing back, which was an interesting one. Maybe this is where his, um, you know, that's where he's, his best position could be. You think of his strengths. He is athletic. He's powerful on the ball. He's got quite a good engine on him. He can get up and he can get down. Um, and I just think this right wing back role, if Carl Walker's moving on, maybe Sissoko's Tottenham career will be saved playing at right wing back because he did quite well against Leicester. Um, did well getting forward as well as in a defensive sense. And other players, of course, we've got to talk about Hurricane Harry Kane with a four-goal special. His last two goals were quite funny. Both of them were pretty much right on the edge of the box. The same sort of low shot to Schmeichel's um, right-hand side, just low-driven shots, and both times he got beat. But in terms of Harry Kane, he's been fantastic this season in the Premier League and is currently Premier League top scorer. In the race for the European Golden Boot, though, he's currently in eighth position uh, with players like Lionel Messi, uh, Bastos, Lewandowski, Abemiang, Zeko, Luis Suarez, Cavani, all ahead of him. In terms of Bastos, that's quite an interesting one. You know, a player that's really started to excel at the back end of his career, another sort of target man-esque uh, striker, but just hit a really good patch of form in his, his later years. Um, 31 goals this season in the Portuguese league, ranking him second behind only the great Lionel Messi. But Hurricane Harry Kane, um, you know, it was a big, big swing for him. The four goals, he was on 22 before the game, two behind Lukaku, and now he's two ahead of Lukaku. In terms of the Premier League hat-tricks, though, you know, he did score four, but he did get his hat-trick, of course. He's now scored at the 
same amount of Premier League hat-tricks as Ronaldo, Bergkamp, Zola, Diego Costa and Cantona combined, which is pretty incredible, and becomes the, five, the fifth player ever to score three-plus hat-tricks in a single Premier League season. If you look at his goals in 2017, he's only scored five goals less than Manchester United. Just putting these all into sense um, is a real interesting one. Harry Kane isn't a one-seed at season one, but we knew that. If you ever watched Harry Kane during his season where he really performed that first season when he blew onto the scene, it was more than that. And he showed that again um, for Tottenham against Leicester. What I love about Harry Kane is his ability to drop off and, and sort of create. He isn't just a goal scorer, which is incredible. He can score goals from outside the area, he can score goals from inside the area, but he can also drop off. And I think that really helped with Son. Son has shown some brilliant form in the last two months, obviously winning the Premier League uh, Player of the Month for April. But he's continued that form in May. Um, in terms of the last two months, only Harry Kane and Joshua King have scored more goals than the South Korean. I absolutely love him. And the, in the Bundesliga, he was so good at Leverkusen, would just score hat-tricks and you know, bang goals in for fun. And he's finally hit that form, and it looks like he's really happy, which is really nice to see. You know, Modern football, we, it's all based on money. I just love the guy smiling. I love his celebration, you know, celebration with Dele Alli for his first goal, then his celebration with um, Pochettino for his absolute fantastic second was was brilliant, you know, lovely little bit of skill outside the area, then cracked it. And sort of like a classic Son goal, he's got such um, power and elevation in his, his foot and, a, you know, a very low back lift, but he'll be vitally, vitally important. If Tottenham can win the Premier League next season, and this is, you know, potentially one of their only chances, playing at Wembley is going to be tough, but we've seen Monaco do it with a very young side, but I, don't, yeah, I think the thing that Tottenham potentially need to do is maybe blend in one more um, experienced attacker. Maybe Jermaine Defoe could be a good option um, to bring in there. But Tottenham were fantastic. Alder Vireld at the back as well as at his playmaking best. Hit so many wonderful long passes um, for the first goal. Brilliant ball to Son and then back to Kane to slide home. But it was a brilliant ball out the back from the, the ball playing centre-back. Who, if he does have a minimum release clause, Manchester United need to get on that straight away. That's speaking as a Manchester United fan. Tottenham fans need to hold on to this guy. Absolutely sensational sensational defender but also a sensational uh, player out the back with the ball I just like Tottenham Tottenham are just a, a wonderful team to watch I think Chelsea are the best defensive team in the Premier League they won the team the Premier League this season because they're the best defensive team but Tottenham definitely the best team going forward their interplay their ability to hold the ball now that's what where they've upgraded this season been able to hold the ball in their back three in the opposition's half or in their back two with the defensive midfielder dropped in um, so good at in that position so so impressive that Pochettino's moved them on they didn't even have their main man yesterday in the 6-1 mashing of Leicester City Christian Eriksen I think he might have been rested this uh, in the last two seasons he's the only player to create over 100 chances in both seasons but the really interesting one that came out yesterday was that he's got the highest average distance travel per match in the Premier League this season running about 11.97 kilometres per game which is a really interesting one for a player that's perceived to be a playmaker that's a bit lazy um, when he did come to Tottenham I completely agree with that now he puts the work in for Pochettino and again credit to Pochettino what a genius Spurs are in a good position second in the Premier League their best uh, finish ever in terms of their goal difference is plus 52 this season that's the uh, same goal difference as their entire time between the 93 season to the 2012 season combined so Tottenham they are in absolutely scintillating form both this season and last season Deli Ali, Son, Eriksen, Kane, Wanyama, 
they're just a fantastic side all round, and the centre backs and the full backs. The only thing is, if they can, they lose Carl Walker, they've massively got to replace him. In terms of games that were far less exciting, Manchester United played away at Southampton, one of the worst games of football I've seen all season. When Maran Fellaini is playing as your playmaker, you know something is wrong. Maran Fellaini is a perfect player in a tactical sense when you play him as either a pure destroyer or you play him as a pure, um, you know, target attacking midfielder, not as a playmaker. When the stats come after the game and you're looking at them and Maran Fellaini's completed the most passes, you know it was an absolute stinker of the game. Although the hero was Sergio Romero, who was absolutely fantastic, made so many brilliant saves, and of course the penalty uh, conceded by Bay, who had a very rash, like it was a mental five minutes for Bay, he conceded the penalty, um, Romero saved it with a brilliant save down to his right hand side. Then Eric Bay nearly scored a goal that did a wonderful step over and then dragged a shot wide. But it was a mad, a mad, mad, mad few minutes for uh, Eric Bay. But United were just poor with the ball. The, the frustrating thing for me was that Maran Fellaini did complete the most passes but there were players in that side that could have done that you know Mkhitaryan Juan Mata who could have been on the ball a lot more, more than they were and it was just a bit frustrating to to see this sort of you know United team Wayne Rooney again there's a moment at the end of the game 85 minutes you're thinking United are searching for a goal and he just does a Louis van Gaal pass United have bypassed their midfield they're counter-attacking against Southampton just plays a backward pass I think honestly Louis van Gaal is the worst thing that's ever, ever happened to Wayne Rooney it's killed his passing range it's killed his creativity um, and I think it's killed his career in a way which is a bit weird but that's about that for the, the game it was absolutely atrocious Southampton had moments where they played some half-decent stuff I thought Romeo was very very good in defensive midfield in the first half won more tackles than any other player and made more interceptions really good at breaking up Manchester. United's attack and is Southampton's player of the season talking about the player of the season's Ander Herrera ole 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 has been um, awarded the Sir Matt Busby player of the year award which is fully deserved um, you know he's been absolutely brilliant for Manchester United their standout player this season his work rate has been fantastic the amount of distance that he covers for United is incredible in terms of United this season um, Ander Herrera has got the joint most assists completed the most passes uh, won the most tackles and made the most interceptions. Fully deserved player of the season. Um, in terms of the young player of the year, it went to um, Angel Gomez, um, you know, the young United attacker who's been fantastic for the under-18s this season, the creative hub, but also goal scoring. He's going to be such a, such a player when he you know comes through at Manchester United. And Tunes AB winning the reserve team player of the season. That's been pretty done pretty well. I thought Tunes AB did well against Southampton as well. Um, you know, kept things quite simple in possession, completed 96% of his uh, passes, 100% of his tackles, made two blocks and a single clearance, and did all right at a position that he just looks a bit... It's not his position, he's a centre-half. We all know he's a centre-half or he's a right-back, potentially, but he's definitely not really a central midfielder. Could play there, could do a role, but it just doesn't. He seems a little bit, you know, out of out of sorts in there. Not doesn't play his natural game. Um, but no, cracking uh, for the reserves this season, of course. Good for the step up. But anyway, guys, that's been that for the Statman Dave Football Podcast today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Until next time, until to Saturday, I think we're going to do a podcast. I'm going to a wedding in Liverpool today, so unfortunately, we'll have a little bit of a break for the podcast until Saturday morning, where we'll be doing a Q and A. Over and out. See you later. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 